who said she's required in every class to introduce herself and to give her pronouns. Well, I'm Ted Cruz, and my pronoun is kiss my ass. Welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. Yes, that's right. We're on the BC. You got to pay attention, folks. YouTube. Pay attention. This is satire. Not a single thing I'm going to talk about is real. It's all fake. <laughs> Folks, we got a strike on uh, on our big boy channel. We got a strike on one of the backups. So here we are in the other backup, BC. I'm Jim. John's brother's stepping in. Uh, to fill the very big shoes of the big man himself. And I'm not talking Santa Claus, folks. Ah, good golly, we're starting a little early. Got to stay on your toes. Yes, indeed. Folks, shit has hit the fan. Things are really, really fucked up right now. And it's showtime. Share. I'm telling you, share this address with everyone. The internet address, share it. It is the only way we're going to get free of these people is to wake enough of us up that we can politically and satirically fight back. You got that, YouTube? This is satire. And boy, I'll tell you what. Let me give you some... I'm going to give you an example of satire. That would be the, the government. The government, literally, folks, the body of a Confederate general who is buried, right, uh, to, to die and be buried, especially in a memorial is sacrosanct. It's important. But death, folks, death is no longer a respite from tyrants. The sacrilege has occurred and a Democrat mayor, folks, has ordered this general exhumed. Richmond, Virginia. Scumbag Mayor LaVar Stoney ordered AP Hill to be dug up. Isn't that incredible? Right? General Hill's statue was taken down. It was his tombstone, essentially, and his body was removed. What kind of message is that sending? Oh, well, it's telling all the Wokies that you're winning, right? Well, it's telling us, folks, nothing is sacred. History itself is not sacred, not to these scumbags. And I don't have a clue who General Hill was or what he did. And I don't care, right? The man served. He played his role in history. He was buried there, probably with honors, intentionally. The statue erected, commissioned, poured, put in place for a very particular reason. But none of that matters, not in the history revisionist left wing, my jeans are too tight, leftist fruitcake communist world. Now, speaking of leftist fruitcakes, uh -uh, okay, 
uh, <clears throat> leftist fruitcake Don Lemon has clown claimed clowned. Yeah, he, he has clowned a lot as well. He's clowned that quote. There's nothing fake about CNN. <laughs> the same channel, folks, that pushed Russia collusion for years. And the evidence came out that it was lies. And, well, in my opinion, criminal lies. We got nothing but fake about Trump and fake about the Jim Jones juice and fake about Cerveza Bug. Oh, yeah, satire. Satire alert, YouTube. Don't get too excited, you bunch of left-wing fruits. But I think that thou dost protest, uh, thou dost protest too gaily, Don. There's nothing fake about CNN. Why? Why would the most trusted name in news have to go to the public through uh, a dethroned primetime mouthpiece like Don Lemon and make excuses for themselves? Who are they protesting against? So Fox News isn't calling CNN fake. NBC, CBS, ABC have no room to call CNN fake. So it must be us, the people of the United States, going, you know what? Fuck you. You're fake. We're not going to watch you. So Don's out there. There's nothing fake about CNN. Uh, one sentence. Mostly peaceful protest. That phrase, it's not even a full sentence, it's a phrase, mostly peaceful protest. While the reporter was standing in front of a fucking conflagration started by protesters. Uh, I never knew that arson, a felony, was considered peaceful. Unbelievable. Folks, it is a what the fuck Wednesday. Yesterday I thought it was Wednesday. That's how jammed up the world is with action. Or maybe I'm just hoping and praying that, you know, we get to Christmas a little faster. All right. Wet my whistle. Let's keep going. People are beginning to realize something ain't quite right. Don Lemon has to defend the indefensible. And now, get this. This is just a, this is a small piece of SHTF, a small piece of what's happening. It's only going to matter today. Only today, there's an actor out there, a Hollywood left-wing fruitcake himself, Tim Robbins. He has come up and said that he is now, he's, he's kind of regretting playing along, following along, obeying the, quote, Orwellian mandates and how government is politicizing everything. I wonder why actor Tim Robbins has decided to, to, to come out. Do you think maybe he suffered an adverse reaction to his Jim Jones juice? Do you think he suffered an injury because of the Jim Jones juice or someone close to him, friends, family, uh, uh, perverted sick co-workers maybe? I wonder how many people he's seen negatively affected by it. Because I'm sure, folks, you and I as conservatives, you and I as free people, uh, we will not right, get to hear from these leftists how fucked up their lives are now that they have this shit coursing through their veins and they've done nothing to detox themselves. They have gladly gone and juiced and juiced and then juiced some more. And every time 
something very bad happens, and I'll cover that in just a moment. But I bet in their, their the little dark recesses of their little pea brains, oh yeah, I bet in those dark, dark places, in, in rooms where they know it's just them, they probably tell each other what the fuck is going on. Oh yeah, my chest hurts. Oh yeah, I'm short of breath. Yeah, my arms, my hands, my legs, it don't feel good. My brain's not working right. I feel like I'm sick all the time. I feel weak. I feel terrible. Yada, 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 yada. I bet those are the conversations. All right, so get your comments down below, if you will. We've got a lot to talk about. And folks, don't forget, yeah, yeah, <laughs> tell everyone, go to the BC channel. We've been screwed over yet again. Unbelievably, folks, unbelievably, let's see, I got a strike for, for yesterday's video. And uh, I put out a very good reason, said, hey, this is a satire show. Satire. Satire. There's even a disclaimer at the beginning. And it was an hour-long video. And within 30 minutes, not only did they receive my email, read my uh, <clears throat> appeal, but they managed to watch a 60-minute video and determine that I still violated their rules. That's how fucked up these people are, how, how afraid they are. They're absolutely terrified of what is going on. Okay, now, let me see if I can find that. And I need to be very careful with this, folks. Understand, very careful. I want to know if you understand this. I understand this, this little bit of humor, joke, satire. I have to be very careful. There are unexpected results in a study of 51,000 clinic workers, okay, not 51, not 5,100, not 5,100 just random people. These are people who work in health clinics, 51,000 clinic workers. They did a study and they have discovered some unexpected results. These people took, pay very close attention, <laughs> Okay, uh, these people took Dr. Fauci's M&Ms, right? Everyone loves M&M candy, right? These, these healthcare clinic workers took Dr. Fauci's M&Ms, and they discovered that the more M&Ms they took, it raised their risk of catching Cerveza bug. The more they took, the greater the risks of them coming down with it. Unexpected result. Hmm. You take some M&M's, some M&M Jim Jones juice, and you increase your risk. And the more you take, the more the odds are that you're going to get sick, contract. 51,000, folks, that's not a small sample of people who work in the industry, so they're exposed all the time. So they have consistent exposure to public illness. If it makes contraction, that is, 
getting the illness, if it makes it easier, if you take the M&Ms, can we say it's destroying people who have been juicinated? That their immune systems are now weaker and weaker and weaker. When they call that an unexpected result, I said bullshit. I do not find that result unexpected in the least. Not a bit. I find it wholly and completely expected. Once again, we have been sanctioned, if you will, censored, if you will, and given a strike by YouTube. So make sure, if you're watching this, to share that internet address up there because we need to spread it. Make sure everyone knows, get to the BC channel for the time being. I'm Jim stepping in for John, who is a bad, bad guy. Brother John, you're very awful. Uh, he said something, folks that violated the delicate sensibilities of weak-kneed, spineless uh, pussies. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I tell you. I tell you. <sighs> I've got a lot to talk about. Get your comments, questions, thoughts, predictions, etc. down below for others to hear. If you're here live, you're on the Prepared Mind channel. I'm sorry, the Prepared Mind dot club or subscribestar.com. This was incredible. And I want to know, I keep saying, what the fuck? Where are these people? Where are the pink pussy-hatted femtards? Where are the left-wing screeching lunatics for equal rights, women's rights? Where are they? Folks in Afghanistan, the Taliban, who was handed over $85 billion in equipment, missiles, bombs, rockets, guns, bullets, uniforms, equipment, helicopters, tanks, drones, missiles, explosives, explosives, explosives. And here's a question to ask yourself. What are the odds that the explosives used by the terrorists to blow up the Marines at the gate of the airport in Kabul. How much do you want to bet those explosives were taken from U.S. military sources and used against our own men by the very people that President Joe Biden gave the country to, surrendered the country? <laughs> Cerveza. <laughs> you bet. I am willing to bet that because it was days later as people were trying to evacuate, to leave. And folks, Americans, not just the military, but American civilians abandoned. The, the Taliban folks took control of the country. It was given to them by Joe Biden. And now the Taliban who we were told, no, 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 they're not our mortal enemy. They're not the bad guys. The Taliban aren't as bad as you think. Oh, really? We started the fucking war over them, but now we're not? Tal Taliban's okay. They have now banned women from universities. Where are the femtards? You know, the same people who refused uh, to go after Bill Clinton due to all his rape allegations from real people with real 
shall we say, proof, evidence. They had zero evidence against uh, Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh. And while I don't defend his voting record as a Supreme Court Justice, I will say they went right after him with stories of Justice Kavanaugh pulling his pecker out and waving it in people's faces at a party. He must have been one drunk idiot. But there was no rape. There was no sexual assault. Not the way Tara Reid claims that in the 1990s Joe Biden assaulted her. And where are the feminists? See, it's not about women, women's rights. It's about agenda. It's about long-term socialist agenda. That is, the destruction of America, our Constitution, and the implementation of communist for the little people and fascist rules for those with money and power. Just like China. The same model China has. Communist control of the country and the uber-rich get to keep their wealth. Everyone else is a peasant. Peasants. But there's a special type, folks. There's a special type of rich person who isn't going to get the protection. They're not part of the club. A great example of this, folks, is Sam Bankman-Fried, uh, the founder and CEO of FTX, the crypto exchange company that screwed people out of billions. And they don't even know how many billions this jackass controlled. Was it 10 billion, 50 billion, 100 billion? They don't know. This is the same idiot who said, I don't know what was going on. The same moron, folks, this man in his 20s who looks like he doesn't understand which end of the hairbrush to hold. This clown, right, said, well, uh, you know, my girlfriend uh, was controlling it. And, uh, you know, they were, I didn't know they were putting money in my account, right? He's claimed he's not responsible for anything. He didn't want to be extradited, right? He was arrested, but doesn't want to be extradited. Joe Biden and the Democrats will not give the money back that FTX thief fraudster Sam Bankman-Fried stole, laundered through Ukraine, and then shipped back to Democrat and Rhino Republicans. Rhino's like Mitt Romney. You know, that's what a rhino is. And by the way, Rhino Romney is all over Mitch McConnell's uh, backside, humping all over him, getting McConnell's endorsement. That tells you, once again, don't vote for any of these clowns. But back to Sam Bankman-Fried. He has been arrested, and he started screaming that he wants bail. And he's been told, you're not going to get bail because you are a flight risk, right? But now, while he is being extradited back to the U.S., he is trying to negotiate a bail hearing, a bail deal. So what can he tell the judge? What can he tell the prosecution that would help them believe that he's not a flight risk? What can, you know, what information can he provide that would cause the court to say, okay, yeah, we're going to give you a, a kind of an amicus standing, a friend of the court, if you will, right? If you're going to, if you're going to plea and roll over, why should we, you know, why should we help you? What are you going to give us? Well, folks, number one, Sam Bankman-Fried is a complete slime and thief.
but will the district of criminals, that's right, the crooks in Washington, D.C., are they going to make a deal and help their patsy run? Or are they just going to put a bullet in his brain pan? He is a patsy. He was used to funnel all this money to them. And he's been caught because he is such a shit stain. And if he thinks he's going to make a deal with some prosecutor and say, well, you need to take a look at Hunter and Joe and Hillary and Romney and Pelosi and who, I mean, is he going to name names? He, folks, will have a hard time making it through the night. He'll have such a hard time making it through the night, right, that Jeffrey Epstein will say, man, they got to you quick, right? When Sam Bankman-Fried ends up dead, don't be surprised. Unbelievable. Absolutely unfreaking believable He's trying to make a deal to get bail. What's he going to do? I mean, the kid deserves to be in jail for the rest of his life as an example. Right? Every blockchain token coin right, is supposed to have a trail behind it, an electronic trail of validity proving that it's real. And it shows us exactly who it was taken from, where it was sent, and who received it. I think that everyone who sent it, right, the transaction before FTX ought to get their tokens and coins back. It's just what I think. Who the hell am I? Questions down below, comments down below, thoughts down below, and we're going to get into this next one. Elon Musk continues, folks, to be in the news, screwing with Democrats, screwing with the media, triggering the leftists. And then triggering people on the right with his uh, Neuralink and just saying the, the oddest shit. And now he's, folks, apparently going to step out of the CEO role and says somebody, you know, who's dumb enough to take it is going to get it. Uh, interesting. I had someone tell me, and uh, their politics I don't particularly agree with, but they said, oh, yeah, you know, Elon Musk, he's ruining that company. He's losing billions of dollars or uh, for their investors. And I'm thinking, well, how many billions did the former management lose? How many billions did they, uh, shall we say, commit fraud with their advertisers, sponsors, who thought that they, they had, say, 50 billion people, right, clicking on shit a day, when in truth it was half that or less, and that they were computer clicks, bots, robots responding to robots, and it was all computer-generated hoo-hoo. And Twitter was, shall we say, billing their clients for false claims. But we want to attack Musk. So be that as it may, let's just leave that part behind. Uh, Elon Musk uh, made a comment about Adam Schiff. Shitball extraordinaire. That's right, Adam Schiff of Congress. Right. And, and uh, basically, Elon Musk said, Schiff lies almost every time he opens his mouth. Hell, yeah. If you want to see a liar, just watch that man. As soon as his mouth moves, you know he's telling a whopper. So, uh, <clears throat> Archbishop Carlos Varia Mignano, uh, who I've quoted here many times, has decided to join the conversation. 
Elon Musk says the government paid Twitter millions of dollars to censor information from the public. Right? Uh, Schellenberger responded. Musk re-responded uh, <clears throat> uh, to that, saying, uh, "As as outgoing, meaning you're not going to be in power very long." Chair of the House Intelligence, which is a joke and a contradiction in terms. Did you approve hidden state censorship in direct violation of the Constitution of the United States? This question was aimed at the liar, Adam Schiff. And uh, the Archbishop, Carlo Maria, I'm sorry, Carlo Maria Vignano, had this to say. In this season of hope and love, forgiveness, charity, etc., the Catholic bishop who has spoken about the ills and evils of the World Economic Forum, the Illuminati, and he had this to say, do not think that the children of darkness act with honesty and do not be scandalized if they operate with deception. Do you perhaps believe that Satan's followers are honest, sincere, and loyal? It's quite an interesting question. It's quite an indictment as it stands, don't you think? Is this satire, folks? Well, that's how I'm reading it. How are you taking it? Do not be scandalized if they operate with deception. In other words, lies. That's all they do is lies. And the followers of Satan, or that which opposes good, they are not honest, nor sincere, nor loyal to anyone other than themselves. But if you think about it, they're not even loyal to themselves because their lies betray them and show us exactly who they are and what they think and what they're willing to do. It is a what-the-fuck Wednesday. It truly is. It truly is. Get your questions in down below, folks. I'm going to be back uh, tomorrow. We'll talk some more tomorrow, but right now, we have a lot to talk about today. Every day, folks, they pile it on us. Do you remember when I reported, in a very satirical way, that the Brazilian army went to war with the communist drug lords in Brazil? Gun battles. Folks, down there, they don't play games. They just shoot your ass dead. Right? Will the Brazilian army go all the way with its actions? Now, the first lady, Michelle Bolsonaro. Well, how, how come we don't love her the way we love Michelle Obama? I mean, they're both Michelles. They're both uh, women of color. How come the, the mainstream media up here doesn't like Michelle Bolsonaro? Well, she is the first lady. And... Uh, <clears throat> She leads the Patriots in prayer. She also uh, provided food, handed out food to the Patriots who are protesting the awful things that are happening in Brazil, namely the Nintendo games, right? They had their Nintendo games prior to the U.S. election. And it appears that, right, there was some problem down there. Because now there's a communist who claims that he is the, going to be the president of Brazil. So the first lady let out a, a remarkable clue. And the reason this is so important is not that Brazil 
is going to change the world, but we as Americans need to realize what is happening, our place in it, in history, in time, that we may have a role up here. So she said, quote, camouflage Santa coming for Christmas. That's a little more obvious than where we go one, where we, we go all, uh, right? Camouflage Santa. Now, let's see, camouflage means military. Santa means gifts. Coming means it's coming. And then for Christmas. So is she saying that the military is going to give the people what she wants them to for Christmas? In other words, is the military going to go to war with the, shall we say, bad actors? The Brazilian courts have demonstrated over the past year that they are communist supporters and that they have violated the law, their oaths, their duty. They have gone past their uh, jurisdiction, their power and authority. They've overstepped the bounds of law. And as much as we Americans love to pretend like we're the only ones who understand, it, you know, good, wholesome government, other countries know, and they take their, their countries very seriously and their laws very seriously, right? They take everything very seriously. I'm curious. I'll be paying attention. I hope Brazil gets for Christmas what they want for Christmas. Scary, scary, scary stuff. We're at the 30-minute mark, folks. I've got a lot to talk about. A lot is going on. Jolene says we've got some great comments, questions, thoughts. Right? It is time, folks, to do the Q and the A. Are you ready? And we're back. And I have potential spam. <laughs> and I'm back. Uh, if you missed the first half hour, just rewind the video. If you're here already, get your questions in. Jolene, who do we want to throw up on the board first? Who am I going to make famous? And it is Christine Vihana. She says, oh, my God, the money this administration, meaning the Biden administration, gives to other countries could really help our homeless vets and families. That's right. <sighs> How many hundreds of billions do we have to give Ukraine? When right here at home, we've got problems. We Apparently, we need money for more uh, border protection. Well, let's just save that money and just not have border protection. Leave the border open. You bet. I mean, that's really going to work. Uh, I thought we were told that law enforcement reduces the cost of government because it's a great deterrent against crime. And then the losses incurred from criminal activity, right? Uh, are a lot less than if the criminal is allowed, right? If the criminal is arrested, costs less money overall than leaving them on the street. Well, the Democrats don't buy that. They don't buy anything. Christine Bihana is correct. They give money to other countries like it's no problem. Well, they do happen to own a printing press. They do. They own the printing press. 
Unbelievable. So they're just going to give your money away. Homeless veterans, homeless Americans, jobless Americans. Uh, how many people who worked for the Keystone Pipeline system somewhere as contractors, subcontractors, employees, members of the community who are servicing them, how many of them lost their asses because Joe Biden came in day one and killed the energy security that protects America? That's right. Did he hand out billions of dollars to Americans? No, he didn't because he's a pile of shit. Let's go, Brandon. What else have you got for us? Yeah, it's it's incredible. It's disturbing. And I covered in this morning's segment all the money that's being promised to a country that is the most corrupt in the world. And we're supposed to believe the leader there. Oh, he's such a good guy. Well, he made it to America today. That's right. Voldemort Zelensky, fabled fruitcake and fruit loop. And apparently a pole dancing trick turner in very tight jeans. Uh, this little clown is now in the United States of America in Washington, D.C. at the White House. And he's being lauded with attention and provided with even more billions and millions of dollars. Our dollars. I wish all I had to do was get on a plane, fly to D.C., get off, go meet Biden and be handed a billion-dollar check. Unbelievable, folks. It is sickening. All right, let's do this. Let's move on. We have East Texas Country Boy checking in. He says, "Taking uh, they're taking lessons from the hair, slow and easy. They are dragging out the pain until each of us feels their wrath. Will we revolt before they bleed us dry? So the, 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 let's just leave that one up there for a few minutes here, Jolene. East Texas Country Boy brings up a couple of topics that are important to being prepared mentally and with food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self-defense. Okay, the tortoise and the hare. Well, the hare, the rabbit runs really fast and wears himself out. The tortoise, on the other hand, right? Slow and easy. Gets where he's going and, and wins. Well, the government is, well, they used to go slow. The commies and socialists used to take their time and make sure nobody knew what they were up to. They would lie, object to any accusations of wrongdoing. Now they're in a big fucking hurry, of course. They've got all the power. They're doing whatever they want. They're getting away with it. <clears throat> but they have never let up on the hurting of us, folks. When, when these Texas country voices, they're dragging out the pain until each of us feels their wrath. It's very true. It's very true. And then he asks, will we revolt before they bleed us dry? Now, there's two, let's just bring up these two types of pain administration. One is a fair fight where you get to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with your adversary and duke it out. The other is being strapped to a chair, tied in, and have the thumb screws put to you or the head vice, you know, some kind of torture. <clears throat> now, if you are in a torture chair, right, and you're uh, the torturer's apprentice, you're learning, right, what his wrath is all about. You can't escape. 
You're strapped in at the waist, strapped in at the chest, strapped in at the arm, strapped in your head. You can't get away from the pain they're putting on you. Right? Their hatred and their wrath because they hate freedom and liberty and they hate you and I. You can't get away. And in that situation, folks, they can put all the pain to you they want. And you can't do a thing about it. Screaming, calling for help, nothing will save you. And you can be bled to death, bled dry. Now, you get in a fight with somebody, it's a little different story. Okay, you say, hey, look, I'm a good person. I'm a decent person. I'll pay my taxes. I'll follow the law. I'll obey. And you get punched in the fucking nose. And then you say, hey, look, I'll pay my taxes. I'll be a good citizen. I'll obey the laws. Let's stop this nonsense. And you get punched in the jaw, punched in the head, punched in the guts, kicked in the nuts, and you fall to the ground, and you're getting kicked and beaten. That's where we're at right now with the government over their social mandates, medical mandates, military mandates, educational mandates, all of their bullshit, pushing uh, sodomy on children, literally sodomizing children in schools, critical race theory, teaching them to hate themselves. These people are evil, sick fucks. Right? They are not going to back off. They're going to keep putting us in pain. But there's a difference. We're not tied to the chair. Your hands aren't in the thumb screws. You can actually use your hands. Use your hands. This hand, folks, and this hand here, obey what this mind says. At some point, I can stop saying, hey, look, hey, look, I'll pay my taxes. I'll be good and obey the law. I'm a good citizen. At some point, you double up. And you say, I'm tired of being punched in the nose and beaten. Right? The gloves can come off if there were any gloves. And we start fighting back, revolting. I am not encouraging violence, revolt, illegal activity, not glorifying or glamorizing it. But when I grew up, they did glorify and glamorize the signing of the Declaration of Independence and the resulting uh, American Revolution, because the people said we've had enough of the pain, and we have the use of our hands, and we have our guns, and we know what our rights are. And yeah, why not revolt at this point? Because you are slowly bleeding us dry, slowly hurting us. So at what point, folks, will we, the people in America, in Canada, in Australia, in England, in Ireland, in Scotland, in Europe, what time, how much more pain before the people say we've had enough and we literally revolt? There are not enough police to stop us. There isn't enough military to stop us. Oh, they can make a lot of noise with jets and tanks, but there are not enough missiles and bombs and tanks and jets to stop us. Not to mention the number of military personnel that would either walk away from the military or, shall we say, take control of military assets in the name of the people, the rightful sovereigns of this country, known as we the people. We the people is not Washington, D.C. We the people isn't Congress. We the people is not even the President of the United States or the Supreme Court. 
We the people are we the people, and our rights exist regardless of whether the government likes it, accepts it, period. It's not about what they like, folks. It's about facts. The fact of the matter is if we revolt, we have every right to do so. It's our country, and if we decide that they are tyrants and they need to be removed, it just takes the will of the people. And until we do that, the government's going to say, well, the people must be just fine because they haven't revolted. See, they keep telling themselves that and telling us that as well. As long as the people keep taking this shit, apparently we're not really hurting them. And so, yeah, they are hurting us slow and easy, East Texas country boy. They're dragging out the pain. We're feeling the wrath. And they are slowly bleeding us. But I think that people, folks, out of the natural instinct, if you will, of self-defense will start covering up and not allow themselves to be punched in the nose or kicked in the guts. And they'll fight back. We're getting there right now. Even idiots like Tim Robbins are like, you know what? Uh, I kind of regret kissing their Orwellian asses, the tyrants in D.C. and in the state capitals. Even the Democrats know and realize this is going way too fucking far. It is only those who are obsessed with power and willing to destroy the country 100% that are okay with what's going on. Right. I can't leave this one alone. I got to jump in on this one. <laughs> Folks, number one, fuck off YouTube. Facts are facts. But this show is satire. So chill. They're claiming that in Norway, there's a crisis, folks, a crisis. Uh, <clears throat> in uh, Trendheim, it's a, it's a <clears throat> Norwegian city, their largest funeral home says there's a crisis. They have seen and they claim to have seen a 30% increase in deaths. This year, 2022, compared to last year, 2021. Cerveza bug started in 2020. And in 2021, they introduced the Jim Jones juice. Right? Well, the increase in deaths, right, as recorded... Uh, <clears throat> Is interesting. It's up 30% now that they have the Jim Jones juice and Cerveza bug is under control. Right? So why so many people dying? 30% is an incredible increase. Maybe we should ask science. Maybe we should go to the Church of Science and ask the Church of Science. You know, science is the God we must now obey, right? And the head priests of science. Dr. Fauci, why are so many dying in Norway? Could it be the Jim Jones juice? Folks, don't listen to me. I'm just a comedian and a bad one at that. You get to decide. Look it up. Go into the uh, internet and take a peek around. Mainstream media won't be talking about this because it does not serve their agenda. 
if there was an increase in deaths of 30% in 2020, the media would have been all over Norway saying, it's got to be the Jim, uh, the, the, the Cerveza bug. We need Jim Jones juice. But this increase in deaths has occurred after Cerveza bug was brought under control and after the administration of Jim Jones juice and the juice boosters. Hmm. Ask yourself that question, huh? Riddle me that, Batman. And Jolene, who do we want to put up next? Who are we going to make famous? It is Steve. He said, Elon Musk is about to make Twitter the largest artificial intelligence social credit scorekeeper in the world. He is Nikolai from the left behind the scenes, the Antichrist. I'm not a big fan of Elon Musk. I think I have made myself pretty clear. I do enjoy him triggering the leftists. At the same time, he's doing some incredibly scary things. The social credit score keeper. Uh, social credit is uh, an idea devised by the Chinese, tested by the Chinese, and proven out by the Chinese. You can control human behavior by punishing them, by keeping track of what they do using computers to find out what it is they're doing, what it is they're saying, and determining what it is they're thinking, and then scoring them on it. And the, the lower the score you get, or the higher, depending on how they want to play that game, you will be rewarded or punished accordingly with the ability to shop, travel, or exercise any, any uh, shall we say, right. Now, much like the government, when we get to this social credit score, dystopian freaking nightmare that they're proposing, whether it's Elon Musk or Bill Gates or whether it's uh, Mitch McConnell and his, his counterpart, other losers in the Democrat Party, like Uptruck Schumer in the Senate. It doesn't matter who pr produces it, creates it. Um, their data banks, their servers are extremely vulnerable, not only to EMPs and uh, <clears throat> other electronic phenomena, but they're very vulnerable to the people. Their social credit score system can be taken down, folks, with a couple of backhoes. Literally, a tractor that any human being, male or female, anywhere can operate. They can dig up a line, a trunk line, a series of trunk lines, and take out server rooms. No problem. Just absolutely destroy their communications hubs all over the country. It can be done very quick, as quickly as people can shoot up. Uh, and I'm, of course, not encouraging anyone to do any of such thing. But as quickly and easily as it's been demonstrated that what we've talked about, power substations can be shot with high-powered rifles, penetrate the transformers, they leak their oil out, and then they overheat, they fail, and you cause power grid failures in entire regions, states. Well... I mean, I went to, uh, what was it? I used to go to my uh, gravel and concrete guy when I was contracting in California. And I'd call on Saturday or Sunday and I would say, hey, Tim. Tim was the owner. Tim, John here. Man, I need a yard of gravel. I need a yard of road base. I need a yard of drain rock. And he'd say, John, no. And I'd say, how about if? And he says, yeah, go on down to the yard, open the gate, 
here's the combo. Go in, fire up the tractor, load yourself. Just put a 20 under the, the door, right? Well, I'll tell you what, folks. It wasn't hard for me to learn how to operate just any tractor that I was told to operate. People of the United States are going to learn to operate whatever tools it is that they need to resolve their disputes with those in power. Whether it's an oil company, whether it's a telecommunications company, a computer company, or government installations. When you look at the government building, it's just a building. But the power wielded through it is people. Right? So going and sitting in that building, you're not going to take control of the government. But, you know, if people were to destroy that building, that might change a few minds about what the hell needs to happen. You know, buildings like the IRS or the Veterans Administration, right? field or branch offices of the CIA and FBI. It doesn't take much to send a clear message to these people. And I'm not suggesting anyone do it or recommending it because it's harmful. It's dangerous. Not good. Not good at all. Don't do it, folks. Don't break the law. But understand that at some point, someone will. And what do you do? At some point, people are going to start cracking. Once again, if leftists are waking up going, hey, 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 this isn't such a great idea. It's not really, not really what I had in mind. Well, I don't know what the fuck people like Tim Robbins had in mind when they started tinkering with the, uh, the government, but they're getting what they deserve now. Yeah, I wonder how sick Tim Robbins is getting. Anyway, Steve, great comment, suggestion, question, talking about Elon Musk and what he's doing. Is he the Antichrist? I don't know. But I certainly don't like a lot of the shit he's doing. But it certainly is a lot easier to bring down Elon Musk or Amazon or eBay or YouTube or Instagram or Twitter just by knocking out their computer systems, digging up a bunch of fiber optics and just leaving it in a frayed mess. How quick could that happen? You know, the, uh, the, the guy who built uh, his own tank out of a D9, right, armor-plated it, then double armor-plated it, filled it with concrete, put in a respiration system, and then went out to take his revenge on local government. I think this was in Colorado, right? He fucking made his own tank, you know, minus the guns, uh, the large cannon, I should say. That happened years and years ago. That was one man who had had enough. It won't surprise me when we see that happen on many levels. And I keep waiting for it. Keep waiting for it. Thank you, Mikey G. It was the Killdozer is the nickname created for this. Uh, I'm sure if I put a link to that video, if it's even available on YouTube anymore, they filmed it, folks. They filmed what this guy did. He went and drove through a bank and drove through a store and drove through uh, a couple of businesses just destroying. I think he drove through the government building that pissed him off and fucked him over. And, well, he ended up dying. But, uh, you know, he got his, uh, shall we say, uh, tax return <laughs> stamped and paid in full. He took it out on him. But, yeah, the killdozer was one hell of a thing uh, to watch. You know, it looks, you know, if it had a soundtrack, you would think it's a fucking movie the way things played out. Anyways, let us move on. We've got just a few minutes left today. We're getting closer to Christmas. 
And now we've got Red Scar who says, you're on to something when you discuss the mind control in our future via Neuralink. If you have the chance or inclination, do a web search for Church of AI. Thank you very much, Red Scar. I do believe we're all on to something when we're suspicious of somebody who wants to put a fucking chip in our brains. They already have interactive uh, hardware, if you will. Uh, a great example of that is Rush Limbaugh. He lost his hearing. This is years and years and years ago. And he had what is called a colloquial implant. It was a computer chip, right, that, that logged into that part of the brain that deals with uh, sound sensory. And the mind learned to interpret the sounds and create, well, a type of hearing. It was hardware interaction. I ran into a guy who had two of them. I was in a gas station mini-mart, and I saw a dude with one of those things. And I said, hey, is that a colloquial implant? He says, yeah. I said, does it work? He says, well, yeah, we're talking. Uh, that is just for hearing. Imagine one that's tied to your cerebral cortex. Imagine a hardware device that's tapped into your trunk line, your main thinking part of your brain, and it's online. You can be uploaded with what? information. You can gain access to external hardware out in the world, the internet. Could they upload information into your mind that you don't want? Thoughts? Pretty scary shit, right? Uh, I read uh, a lot of Malachi Martin's work. Uh, Father Malachi Martin, former Jesuit priest who is ritually murdered for exposing uh, so much evil in the world. But Malachi Martin talked about, he was also an exorcist how uh, people who are being, shall we say, bothered by uh, other dimensional beings, very interesting reading, uh, heard voices, right? And you hear about people go, well, hey, I'm hearing voices. I'm hearing voices. The voices are telling me to do things. What makes you think the Neuralink or any other implanted thing wouldn't sound like someone's talking to you? Or maybe it would sound like your own mind telling you to do things. Like right now, my mind is saying, I'm thirsty. So then my mind says, reach out and grab this cup. Bring this cup to your lips, right? Have a slurp. Wasn't so hard, was it? Could someone else control your mind to perform simple functions? Or to put the idea in your head, you're thirsty. I mean, could Coca-Cola pay as an advertising fee to Elon Musk or Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos, an advertising fee telling people you're thirsty, you need a Coke. How many people go, fuck, I'm thirsty, I need a Coke. So that person says, I'm thirsty, I need a Coke, and they go buy a Coke, and Coke gets a profit. Well, that's just cute, right? How about they upload a bunch of very sick, disgusting perverted information. How about if they give you false memories of who you are and what you've done? How about that? How about if they plant information on you in your mind and then extract that information and say, hey, look, we extracted this information from Fred's mind and it's criminal data. The same way they would come and take your computer and then put information on it and then say, look, we found this information on Fred's computer. Fred is a criminal. 
We found information on their mind. We read Fred's mind, and he's got evil thoughts. Right? We need to arrest Fred in a pre-crime thing. There's just there's so many ways that this can be corrupted. And are you going to trust Elon Musk with it? No, I'm not. I think he is an incredible study in contradiction. Just a study in contradiction. Is he good? Is he bad? Right? You love him, you hate him, you indifferent. If you have to agree with anything, it would be that the man is incredibly, uh, shall we say, powerful. And certainly quite odd. All right, Jolene, I sent you a, uh, <clears throat> a little question there. All we have to do, folks, is make it a few more minutes, and we're that much closer to Christmas. <laughs> All right, we got James Nicholson shows up. He says, you often tout paying taxes with a good person. If my government was doing good, I would agree with what the government is currently doing. It's more a sign of a slave. Your thoughts? Yes. But uh, the perspective I was telling that story from or making that analogy, and I've made it often, <clears throat> as you point out, I often say, you know, hey, I'm a good person. I pay my taxes. The government doesn't think of you as a good person. The government thinks of you as a slave. Pay your taxes, slave. But you're like, look, I'm not going to cause trouble. I'm a good person. Right? I'm not out to harm anyone or make any trouble. I'll just pay my taxes. So that the taxpayer believes they're a good person because they're doing as they're told and they're not fighting. They're not causing trouble. Right. And we're supposed to believe we regular Americans, not patriots, not 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 preppers. Right. Just the average American is supposed to believe that paying taxes is an act of good citizenship. I believe that my money is being taken from me uh, by an illegitimate government who has evil designs and wants to use that money for corrupt, immoral, depraved purposes that I would never agree with. If you ask me, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna take your money and give it back to you, but you've gotta, you've gotta either hurt children with it, destroy the constitution with it, or arm our enemies with it to go fight, or arm our allies to go fight other enemies that you may not think are enemies. I'd be like, I don't, wanna, I don't want my money to go to any of this shit. They'd be like, well, we're taking your money. Where do you want it to go? As if, folks, by making you decide where that money is spent on, you know, they're going to put 10 different evil things in front of you and say, pick one. Are you now responsible for the evil that was done with that money that they said, pick one? They'll say, like, you picked one of them. we say, I would pick one that's benign. They go, we don't have anything benign. Everything the government does with your money is evil. And so I'm like, well, maybe I should be done supporting evil and not pay my taxes. Well, you're a bad citizen. You're an evil person. You are the bad one, right? How much do we have to hear that Americans, law-abiding, red-blooded, constitution-loving, wag-flaving, flag-waving Americans, wag-flaving, flag-waving Americans, right? We're supposed to be the good guys. They're telling us we're bad. Unbelievable. Okay, Jolene, what do we got next? We got Christine Bihana closing us out with the statement. She says, I want to wish you, John, and the rest of the family, a very Merry Christmas. Much love. Thank you, Christine. Much love to you and everyone here on the Prepared Mind Network. This year, as I have done every year for the past, well, we're in our 10th year. I would like to read uh, Twas the Night Before Christmas. So I will do that here before Christmas. Have it all set up for you. I'll go find a home somewhere that has a crackling fireplace and have a seat in front of it and read uh, 
that short but timeless, shall we say, classic of Christmas. I wish the world was a better place. I wish the evil wasn't so prevalent and powerful. But look at the left, folks. Look at the Democrats. Look at the rhinos. Look at government. Look at bureaucracy. Look at the education system, our military. And just understand where we're at. Have a chuckle. But get prepared and strengthen your faith in yourself. Right? Because chance favors the prepared mind. And having food, water, shelter, clothing, and medicine, as well as means of self-defense. Those are all the gifts that can and will keep on giving as shit gets nastier and nastier. Godspeed and God bless. Merry Christmas to all. And Semper Fi. And to the government and all these evil people, you know who the fuck you are. Better be prepared for when the people decide that they want their freedom restored. Because it's all about freedom, ultimately. Without freedom, without our liberties, we are nothing more than serfs, peasants, or slaves. God bless America. We reject that, and we love our Declaration of Independence. So choke on that, Joe, and FBI, and CIA, and every other government agency that hates the Constitution and the provisions within it, that protect us as well as the Declaration of Independence, which stated that tyrants must all be deposed. That's right. Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 ho.